G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. More cricket on SEN, of course, around the network because tonight in Adelaide, in fact, uh, in Adelaide today... Our time. It is a one-day clash between Australia and England, a part of the series. It's on. Uh, 50 overs. And one man who was involved, of course, in it, with England in their triumphant win in the World Cup, uh, T20 World Cup, is Mike Hussey. And he stepped away now. He's, yeah, he wouldn't uh, be involved now, would well, he? I'm sure he's he done. Might have, just might add a little bit of a warm-up with him, but he's certainly into his role as a Fox cricket commentator, and he's been kind enough to join us on breakfast this morning. Huss, um, how were the celebrations, can we ask? Uh, yeah, good morning, Scotty. Good morning, uh, Goss. Um, yeah, I, I would say they're probably appropriate. Um, they, they certainly, the is English. They know how to uh, how to celebrate. The I was just impressed with the the amount of uh, singing and dancing. Uh, consistency and endurance was unbelievable. So, uh, you know, that, you know, and and rightly so. You know, it's it's, it's not every day that um, you, you you win a World Cup and. They put so much time, effort into it, and um, and and yes, yeah, so certainly for a couple of days there, let their hair down. But um, hopefully, hopefully they'll be in decent nick for today. Don't want to harp too much uh, more on, on that, but just in regards to your role and that of Matthew Mott and the like, just um, did you feel a part of the success, or did you feel like you're still, albeit you know he's the full time coach and you've come in as, as an assistant batting coach and the like? What role did you feel like you you made a difference and 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 you were very much a part of their success? Oh uh, no, the way I think the way that's been set up is that um, they've embraced everyone that's part of this setup. Whether whether you're the the baggage handler through to the head coach through to you know, Josh Butler as the captain. Um, we, we all felt a part of it. We all felt we did our, our role. But, it, yeah, obviously m- most of the credit goes to the players. But um, everyone else behind the scenes has worked extremely hard as well and been, and been completely invested in, in it. And um, I, think, I think we were all made to feel part of it. There's a lot of the families with the, uh, with the team as well. And, and, and I think the, the role that they play needs to be acknowledged as well. The support they give the players, um, uh, um, you know, to, uh, not just in this tournament, but but throughout the whole um, year, um, can't be underestimated either. I still found it weird, Huss, and it was hard to watch you sitting there with them. But we're going to move on. Hey, Ben Stokes, he, he just finds himself in the most incredible situations all the time, doesn't he? When it, when a big moment comes, he's he's the man. Yeah, it's it's. Crazy, isn't it? Like he's been involved in in so many amazing, um, I guess, situations in in cricket, and, and he he generally comes out on top. He, he almost like craves the the pressure situation. Um, it, it certainly wasn't easy for him out there. You know, the, uh, Pakistan were bowling extremely well, and there was there was a bit of movement in that pitch, and and he looked frustrated at various stages. But I, I think we all thought while he's there. Um, we were confident that we could get over the line, and um, yeah, he, he did it again. Um, uh, we, we were getting a little bit frustrated with that, with how it was going. He, he was struggling to get bat on ball there for a little while, but um, but yeah, no, he finished it off in style, and um, pro- probably the wicket of uh, sorry, the injury to Shaheen yeah. uh, Afridi was a bit of a big turning point in the game. Mm-hmm. You know, he couldn't finish off his last two overs, and and there was a, a part-time off spinner came on, but they they sort of seized that moment and um, and sort of took advantage there. Can you confirm, uh, just to make it even more uncomfortable for us, that Ben Stokes, we had JL on earlier on uh, in the week, uh, who, who suggested that he's apparently one of the all-time good blokes. Now, we don't want to hear that, but is that true? 
Well, yeah, he, he's, he is a very good fellow and, and, and much loved in this team. Um, he, he's one of those heart and soul sort of guys, you know, like that, that I guess when he's in the team, he's around the players, everyone else seems to walk just a, a little bit taller. Um, he gets around and, you know, has... Well, and they, it seems like he's got a great relationship with everyone in in the squad. Like he he spends time individually with with just about everyone going around. And, um, for, for me, it, it took me a little bit longer to sort of get to know him and and build that sort of relationship. But I felt like it was just getting stronger and stronger every day. So um, yeah, I enjoy his company. I enjoy the way he goes about his cricket. He's he's a hundred percent man every day, um, and, and is very passionate about the game. Mike Hussey with Fox Cricket, of course, and it is today, 11.20 in Adelaide, game one of the ODI series, Australia and England. And Pat Cummins will step out as the ODI captain, taking over from Aaron Finch. While in that role and focused on England and your job there, you're still an Australian legend. You still are a critic of the game through your role with Fox. Um, You're still mates with, you know, that sort of core group of Gilly and Punter and Flem and all those Australian blokes that came through. Did you keep an eye on the Australian stroke fallout and departure of Aaron Finch and Aaron, Andrew McDonald being under the pump and the news that Glenn Maxwell broke his leg at a 50th birthday party? I mean, how much of that did you take in and how much of that was just from afar looking at it? Uh, it's, it's a good question. I, I'm not been that close to it all. Um, I, I, you know, it, it, I think... I know, I know it's disappointing that the Aussies didn't get through to the semi-finals, and, and I know... Um, you know that the fans want want more, and they want the team performing at, at their best. But you, you've got to understand for this T20 format, it, it's such a fine line. It, it, it honestly is, and um, you know it's just a little a little thing going for you, a little thing going against you, and that can be the difference. Um, you know, obviously the, the 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 game for Australia, which which probably turned out to be the, the costly one, was the first one against New Zealand. Um, you know, with the net run rate being so bad, but you know and they, 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 they tried to claw their way back, but it, it's not it's not that easy, you know. And and I'm sure these guys were, were giving their you know their hundred percent best efforts, um, but but sometimes it just doesn't quite work out. Like it so could have easily have been England that that didn't get through. Um, and and look, you know, the, the, you think about the England Australia game, which was washed out. That that was going to be the defining game. Australia wins that game, um, you know, and and um, they go through. England miss out. It, it's as simple as that. So. I know, I know there's been some harsh critics out there and, and they've been sort of forensically looking through the Aussie team. But, but honestly, from a, being part of the English camp, um, we, we were very relieved that Australia didn't get through because we realised how strong that Australian team is and, and we realised how fickle T20 can be. And, and if Australia scraped through to the semis, you know, they would have been extremely dangerous. So I, I, I feel as though the Aussie team and the Aussie setup don't need to panic. Um, yep, I'm sure they'll look at things closely and, and, and maybe some mistakes were made along the way. Look, we made mistakes along the way as well, but we, we scraped through and go on to win the final mm. and, and no one seems to care, but Australia just miss out and everyone wants to sort of jump in on them. So I, I just feel like sometimes the, criti- uh, the criticism is a little bit harsh, particularly when you're not in that inner sanctum and, and know what's going on. Uh, for the... 50-over game. Huss, how, many, how much tactics change? I mean, a lot of novice watchers of, of cricket would say, well, it's just more overs. But tactically, does much change between T20 and uh, ODI? It's actually a really good question. And I was actually having a, a chat to some of the Poms, um, particularly the batters yesterday, about that, about what adjustments they need to make um, from going from T20 mode into 50-over mode. And to be honest, they don't like to change too much in the modern-day game. Obviously, they've got more time. Um, 
but there's that fine balance that they don't want to get into the, uh, the the mode of being more conservative or more tentative or thinking that you know want to, wanting to take too much more time. They still want to be positive and, and aggressive. Obviously. You know, they won't be as uh, reckless at various stages, which you have to be in, in T20 cricket. But, but yeah, funny enough, that they, they don't want to change their approach too much. This, this England team in particular, that they've been extremely aggressive with the way they've been playing their white ball cricket. And, um, you know, it, it's got them to, to number one in the world. Starts at 11.20 today in Adelaide. Mike Hussey, part of the Fox Cricket coverage. He's also a KFC BBL Supercoach ambassador as yeah. well. Look out! I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you, hussy. Uh, but I will. I've got two questions. Two questions, uh, and one's a, a, a more like a quiz question. First question is: Cam Green looks like he's going to go into the IPL draft, and some say that minimum one and a half mil. Forget about the money. Do you think it's good for his development to go to the IPL? You're a man that has very much a hands-on role inside the IPL. You've played in it. You've coached in it. Do you think it would be good for him? I, I do. I do actually, um, and. The reason why I think it would be good for him is, you know, um, take, take the financial side, uh, uh, put that aside. Um, he, he's going to be sharing a dressing room with some of the best players from around the world. He's going to get experience about playing cricket in India. He's going to be able to rub shoulders with guys from the West Indies, you know, uh, 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 Sri, uh, Sri Lanka, South Africa, you know, um, New Zealand, and, and he'll be able to sort of talk about the game and learn, what, watch those guys, how they go about their T20 cricket, how... He'll be, able, he'll be able to talk about playing in India. So the, the experience he will gain will be invaluable. Um, but I guess it, it's up to him what, what his priorities are. You know, if, if he wants to be a, a three-format player, then, then I think it would be a great experience for him. If he just wanted to focus on test cricket, then, you know, m- maybe having a break and, and, uh, or playing some county cricket would be, would be better for him. But it, it seems as though Australia are pretty keen to have him involved in all three formats of the game. So... I would say, you know, go for it. It'd be a great experience for him. Now, this is not to make you look stupid because you are Mr. Cricket and I reckon you might even know the answer. But yesterday, AJ Ty, Andrew Ty, became the number one 50-over, limited-over wicket-taker for WA in history. Mm. Took a couple of wickets against South Australia, against the Redbacks. WA unbeaten five from five. Who did he pass to achieve that record? Who was the previous... White ball, ODI, WA, most wickets taker before AJ Ty. Okay, it's, it's a good question. I'm, I am guessing, um, uh, but I'm going to go with Cade Harvey. Hey! Oh. <laughs> you are the best. You are the best. Banger! Well done, Hussman. Well, that's a, that's a great achievement for AJ Tyler. I, I didn't actually know that stat. I did see the result yesterday. I didn't, didn't get to watch any of the game, but... Um, yeah, that, that's a fantastic achievement because, um, yeah, in highest wicket taker in WA history yep. is, um, yeah, yeah, that, that, that's fantastic. Yeah, brilliant stuff. And uh, and just quickly, as a footnote on that, Henry Hunt, who played in the losing team, of course, made 100. Have you seen enough of him to suggest that he's got a bright future at a different level for Australia, possibly? Yeah, I really like him. I love the way he goes about it. He's a tough, tough little kid. Um, from all reports, works his backside off and um, he... With a lot of those young guys that have got a bit of ability, you want them just to dominate the level below for, for a period of time, and he's starting to do that now on a consistent basis. So, um, yeah, I, I, I know he's been identified in, in Australia A games along the way um, already, um, but but I, I just love that he's consistently performing for South Australia, and and um, so so when he gets picked, hopefully he's um, he's he's 100% ready to go. 
Right, guys, this will see where he's at. Oh, I'm, I'm see, confident about his answer. This will see where he's at. I know at. what you're going to ask. Not a question, is it? No, <laughs> no, no, no. This is you pulling out the crystal ball, Huss. There we go. Who wins this uh, ODI series between Australia and England? <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a good question. Um, all, all, all I'll say, all I'll say is um, a few of the English players might be just below their best for at least the first game. Um, <laughs> Get honest today. Can, 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 considering, you know, uh, observing them over the last couple of days um, with their celebrations of the World Cup, but um, <laughs> look, they'll, they'll still be pretty determined to, to do well. But um, if they're, they're not quite at their best, then maybe maybe cut them some slack for the first one. Ball, ball <laughs> will be coming at them like a tic tac. Yeah, exactly <laughs> right, exactly right. And there'll be pl- twelfth man will be getting a run. Don't worry, be coming out with the uh, with some the, with the fielders. <laughs> uh, really, just quick, is David Milan playing? He, I mean, he was uh, dogged by injury during the, the the World Cup. Is he going to be playing in this series? Oh, uh, yeah, he's definitely with the uh, with the squad, and uh, he trained last night. Okay. Um, so it looks like he's recovered from that um, groin injury. I haven't seen what the final team's going to be, sure. but I, I think I think he's passed all his fitness tests. So as long as he pulls up well tomorrow, uh, sorry, this morning, yep. then I, I think he'll be in the mix definitely. Good on you, hey mate. Appreciate your chat. We covered off a lot of ground there. Uh, Fox Cricket, uh, KFC, BBL, Supercoach Ambassador. England batting coach in the short form of the game. Whatever role it is, mate, you are Mr. Cricket. And one just ripping fella, of course. Appreciate your time. (laughs) Have a good day. And the the coverage starts on Fox today. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, boys. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, have a great day. Mike Hussey joining us. And it is game one of the ODI Series Australia under Pat Cummins and taking on England, who, of course, as Mike Hussey said, probably was a lengthy celebration of it. And so it should be after a World Cup. I have no problem with that. <laughs> You'd be having the celebration during <laughs> the series. Be going. <laughs> this is Scotty and Goss. Good morning.